The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. February 25th, 2023. It is the prediction show, a yearly look into the future. Who buys who? Who goes out of business and even who gets back in business? Mergers, acquisitions, smoke and mirrors. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Ed Sullivan, I got a question. Uh-huh. Is it who buys who or who buys whom? Whom? Who buys whom? Just checking. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded Top English Speaking Podcast in the United States. (laughs) Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean. Four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. I know why people don't like me. I know. Yes, Um, he's throwing stones. The last guy who should be throwing stones. Mr. Jonathan's been on vacation all week. Oh, get out of here. All week, Mr. Chef, Mr. Jonathan, you probably don't want to eat his meatballs uh, because he undercooked pork. That is not. No, I cooked pork at a high enough temperature. I messed up in the scoring process and the cooking after process. Botulism. You had the shits. Oh, worse than that. <laughs> Four days. I st- I came in and opened the store both days. So I don't yeah. want to hear it. Vacation. I made sure I was covered. Yeah. Anyway, don't undercook your pork. Barry Stein, the person who should have got the botulism. <laughs> I built up tolerance. Yes. Years of practice. Yes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, jo- Jonathan has learned his lesson, or he should have. We'll see what ends up happening. Thanks. You don't sous vide pork. Scooter says that the crystal ball makes your fingers look tiny. It doesn't. It makes them look fat because we looked at it before. But this <laughs> is from Scooter, and uh, he, uh, he sent this to me, and it, today was the day I could use it. Me, a cut be sharp. Your lighter ignite, and cigars remain lit, and your eyes foresee our future is what's Whoa. printed right on here, uh, along with a, a beautiful crystal ball, uh, which I've been gearing, gearing into for the past couple of weeks as I prepared for today's show. A lot you think of you could palm that thing? What is it? You think you could palm that thing? No. No way. With his weak no. arthritic fingers? Yeah. Look at that. Jonathan Whoa. was able to do it. For the record, I am not left-handed. Mm. That's a feat of, feat of strength. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way that's going to happen to me. <laughs> Feats of strength. Um, all right, so uh, it's shiny like Jonathan's head. Yes. <laughs> Let me see if that does that resemble your your dome. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. It does. It's almost the same. So this is always trouble for me. Uh, I bring up companies uh, to be sold or buying. Uh, I get problems. Uh, what I'm about to say is not true. 
These are educated guesses, hypothesis. Uh, uh, in the past, uh, these have been strong pushbacks that happen once I do it. Like I say, if I don't bring a manufacturer up, they yell at me for not bringing them up. If I bring them up, they say, why did you bring me up? So there's no win situation here, uh, but I do it anyway because I think it's fun. And uh, you guys... And you're right more often than you're wrong. And it's important for us as a company in the cigar industry to understand where the mergers and acquisitions are coming from because you never, as a company, to be really healthy... You can't let any one company have too much of a percentage of your portfolio because then they own you at yeah. that point. I think it's a real geek episode because mm. just just as, as a consumer or something, what do you care? What's this have to do with how my cigar is going to smoke? It's a big deal uh, having to do with what no. you, how your cigar smokes the, after the merger happens. The best ones are when somebody calls you on Monday and says, who told you? Yes. And you yes. say, thank you for the confirmation. That's right. You have a, a manufacturer giving you some credit. Janine Podomo says that Dave's instinct is good and it's always entertaining for sure. Well, until uh, we say who Perdomo's taking. Really? <laughs> right. Or, or taking them, right? We'll Ooh. see how, how that goes. So anyway, let's light up and let, let's begin this mess. Uh, Barry, what are we going to smoke here? Well, first I want to give a shout out to Luigi Napolitano, who was nice enough to send me seven Nesta Miranda Art Deco. Yes. A cigar that hasn't been made for about a decade. So thank you, Luigi. You, you smoked it. I smoked one you, yesterday. You gave and I gave one. you one. I didn't smoke it yet. Okay, because I have those cigars. I'm still still doing cigar journal. journal. I got to get that caught up, and then I can sit and really pay attention. I got a shout out while we're doing shout outs. Uh, we got Billy Birthday Boy Reno yes. sitting in the audience. Happy here. birthday! Uh, also, my daughter Sophie's birthday today. Hey, they, yeah. they, they're birthday buddies. And we got Rick who brought us bacon last week here with his wife. Yes. So you say it's my birthday. What do I want to do? And he says, I, I want to come see the Cigar Authority. Yeah. It's, it's I always sad. thought he was cooler than to that. Me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it seems He sad. seemed like he really had his life together, and then he told me that, and I, I, I have my doubts now. Yeah. All righty. Today's first cigar is the Nub Maduro, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Jay Cortez. The size is a 4x60, and it feeds a, a Brazilian wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single set you back $9.99. By a box of 24 is $199.99, which comes out to just $8.33 per cigar. That's a savings of over $40 or 17% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Ed Sullivan, zoom, zoom into my hands, and my hands do not look fat right now. And this is why mm. I invented well. this. I invented this cigar <laughs> because, no, it does not. You put a Lancero in there, and all of a sudden, everything looks it looks out of, just out look, of whack. looks like one of your fingers fell off. Well, it is. But anyway, that, that that's the idea of it. I always thought it was a just... A very bruised finger. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a neat size, and uh, there we have it, and it still continues. Uh, I, I never thought it would last as long as it has, and it, uh, it continues uh, to be a size. So right now, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. 
And uh, a lot of people coming back from, uh, I just see so much about that Perdomo tour that you were on, Ed Sullivan. Yeah, uh, it seems like others in, <coughs> in the media were yes, on that tour. Yes, Everybody's it? coming and seeing Cigar the real dojo. dojo. I heard them talk about it last yeah. night. A little musty, sweet and sour sauce on the uh, cold draw here. Undercooked pork? No, I, I don't. I honestly, I don't think that I could eat pork belly again. <laughs> I could, I can do bacon because I cook it well done. But so, other than that, how, how did it taste when you ate it? It, it honestly and truly, I was like, I am making this every week wow. when I ate it. But never again. Eighteen hours of just, I had to drink water because I was going to throw it up. I didn't. I don't like to dry heave, so I just rented water for a little while, yeah. and oh, it was terrible. Yeah, you didn't look good, man. You look <laughs> that was at your worst and, and so thin and, and drawn out. I th- I thought it might have I only gonna, lost four pounds. I gained two of it back already. I thought it was gonna kill you. I added another five pounds per side on uh my dumbbell flies, so I, I didn't lose any strength. I gained strength. I'm in good shape. No you're not, but okay. We're going to light our cigar today with the Braun by Lotus. The Braun by Lotus features a flip top, which doubles as a cigar rest. You have four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $49.99. Where else are you going to get a table lighter for 50 bucks? Barry uses it in his pocket. He, uh, he impresses the ladies. It. Yeah. That is the Braun by Lotus. There we go. Watch how long this takes to smoke. Four inches long, you said? Four inches by 60 ring gauge. Watch how long. There used to be um, numbers on these that would tell you how long. It was right long. on the corner of the box. They oh, still have them. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, I have about 25 wild predictions. Uh, I'll say this. Crazy things have happened. Uh, comments on comment, comment on what I have said and don't go much further into it as opposed to jump on to the next thing. If you have more to add after I finish, okay. add to that, but comment on the ones I have here. So the big news that happened this week is Scandinavian Tobacco Group, STG, will acquire Alec Bradley Cigar Company for $72.5 million. This is number two on my list, but this happened three days before this show. What I think is they haven't even done it yet, but they let it out there, and they said freaking Garofalo is going to probably spill the beans on it anyway, so let's get it out beforehand. But you can go back to last year's show and hear me announce that last year that it was going to happen, but it happened three days before this is they, they made the announcement. The acquisition of Alec Bradley Cigars is another important step towards becoming the undisputable global leader in cigars, said the uh, STG CEO in a press release. Although this bolt-on acquisition will expand our portfolio of highly regarded premium cigars in the U.S. and international markets, deliver material value to our shareholders. So this is important to listen to because shareholders, we're talking about shareholders here. We're talking about um, not making the best cigars, not being the best cigar company, not being about the family values or anything, but it's about shareholders, which is okay. Uh, SDG is the parent company of General Cigar, Cigars International, Thompson, and others. Uh, at the closing date, the closing date will be announced uh, through a press release, said the company, real soon. Alec Bradley had 30 employees in the U.S. 
I say had, they have 30 employees, but I'll still go back to had <laughs> because this doesn't end well for the people that work for Alec Bradley. If you're listening in, Alec Bradley reps and stuff, just a heads up, you know, history repeats itself. It does not go well. There's already, care, yeah, there's already a what, sales force on yeah, the other side. I don't care so, what they're telling you. When can I get my five-pack of Alec Bradley for twenty nine ninety nine? Yeah, I'm sure right now <laughs> or, or, or less, right? It's um, So Alec Bradley, interesting company. I remember when um, the company was first formed as Alec Bradley, um, the first brand um, – they had out there, Alan Rubin uh, formed the company, and he was selling cigars called Bogies, and these cigars were sold at golf courses. And uh, later on, his a regular brand comes out at the time, and it was called Occidental. Those cigars were made by Hanky Kellner at the Occidental factory, which is the Davidoff factory, but Hanky Kellner's side of that before the full acquisition happened there. This is in the mid-90s when uh, Alan Rubin came out, and then later on comes out with brands called Alec Bradley, which was the name of the company. So uh, I watched Alan Rubin uh, start out, and, um, you know, He's a multimillionaire, $72.5 million. Uh, this, this a little bit reminds me of the CAO acquisition when CAO was purchased. CAO didn't make cigars, neither does Alec Bradley. They have cigars made for them by other, other manufacturers. So the value of the company was the branding, and we'll talk a little about this on the after show of branding and, and how a cigar is priced. Uh, but the brand Alec Bradley became a monster, obviously. Uh, General Cigar, uh, if you look at the, at the past of General Cigar, it was owned by Edgar Cullman. And Edgar Cullman was in acquisition mode also. He bought a company called Villazon, and Villazon owned Punch and Hoy de Monterey. He later bought a company called La Gloria Cubana and the brand uh, Gloria Cubana. Later, Swedish Match buys stock of the company. When, when General Cigar goes public, Swedish Match buys the majority stock of the company, and a corporate takeover happens. So Edgar Kalman is out at that point, and General Cigar goes on um, to uh, get acquired by a company uh, this brand, this company from Europe comes in called Henry Winterman and Swedish Match, obviously uh, uh, a foreign company, uh, comes in. But Henry Winterman buys CAO, just like Alec Bradley. They buy a company called CAO, and people say that um, General Cigar bought CAO, but Henry Winterman's buy CAO, and then Henry Winterman's buys General Cigar, and. Um, which later becomes Scandinavian Tobacco. Uh, Scandinavian buys General. Scandinavian buys Cigars International. Scandinavian buys Thompson. Scandinavian buys into Placencia, which is an, another brand and a company that makes cigars out there. Which is important because that gives them a window into companies like Alec Bradley that Placencia makes an awful lot of cigars yes. for. So now they know what the real units are that are being made versus what a company may say is being sold. Yeah, they're, they're a global company. They know what's going on with other people as they buy into these companies, and they need facilities to make cigars. Scandinavian buys Tarano, uh, swing and a miss, in my, in my opinion, that happened there. Scandinavian buys Lechia. 
Sam Lachia's brands. Uh, another swing and a miss, I think. Uh, Royal Agio, um, mostly for miniature cigars, mini cigarellos and things like that. Um, they start a company called Forged. Um, so because they have so many brands at this point that how does a rep go in with a five page thing right. of, of the brands? So they have a second team of people that are out there. Uh, the Forge company, uh, to be determined. We'll see where they go. Uh, they buy Room 101 last year, to be determined. Uh, and they buy Alec Bradley now. Must be the longest running acquisition mode that we've ever seen. They're not and- even done. This is, they're just starting because their whole game here is to be the global leader. They come right out and say it. They've said it for years and years that go on. Uh, it's uh, wipe everybody out if possible from the growers to the manufacturers to the retailers. I mean, they want to wipe everybody out and be the last guy standing is the idea here. Uh, and they've actually done a pretty damn good job so far uh, having that. It is a nameless, faceless company. There is not an owner of the company. Right. It is a corporation uh, with shareholders, and they play a different game. So it's not, oh, I'm in this for the heart of it or to make the best cigars in the world and all this stuff. It's simply money, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a capitalist yeah. myself. That you know, That's why they're in it to do it. Everything becomes a line item on a balance sheet. That's That's it. what they're interested in. Yeah, and they're big into the, into the snooze and, and cigarettes and all these uh, other products. I tried snooze once. Yeah? Okay. Uh, So I I had it last year as a big prediction, and I had it here on number two. But I just want to start off with that because, uh, you know, here's a prediction show, and here's something that ended up happening um, three days ago. And I'm like, ah, geez, you know. uh, Show's ruined. (coughs) Yeah. Keep the cigar going. And it stays lit. And that's a good thing about a 60 ring gauge. We're smoking the Nub 60 ring gauge. Um, and we'll get a little into this company uh, later on. But let's, let's start off with the number one prediction. STG, Scandinavian Tobacco Group, is the global leader. Uh, and again, this is weeks of putting this together. Um, STG's portfolio contains about 200 leading brands, including General Cigar, Macanulu, Glory Cubana, Panther, Pipe tobacco brands, including Captain uh, Captain Black, Evermore, Borsham Riff, and W.O. Lawson. Love Cigarette that Borsham Riff, Ed Sullivan. Oh, one oh, of my favorites. Cigarette brands, including Bugler, Brake, Escort, Ballyshag, and online direct-to-consumer sites publicly traded with a great ROI of 14.5%. Wow. So, uh, you know, you want to make money with a company, here's the company to make money with. Um, global leading uh, STG is all about what they acquire. Uh, they have not had a lot of luck on producing their own brands, making things. They're better to acquire something than actually make something. So they don't make anything. They acquire other people. Well, what's the big acquisition I had here? This is a big one. STG to acquire, and we're talking global here, Davidoff. Wow. So Davidoff has been doing things that don't make any sense to me. Um, They are not at trade shows. They are not spending money like they used to spend money. Uh, That's usually to build up your balance sheet. Uh, You are sold on a um, EBITDA, earnings before taxes and interest. 
And what you try to do is spend very little and bring lots of money in. That seems what they have been doing. Uh, major price increases, high price stuff that's putting out, little money spent on anything else, direct-to-consumer, Big, big uh, profit margin on that with their uh, direct-to-consumer model uh, between stores and online purchases. Uh, they've been building it up for a few years. They have enough years in there. Um, where do they go at this point? They go to on the selling block, and Davidoff uh, puts itself up for sale, and the person that wants it is the global leader because Davidoff is sold big in Europe. Yeah. And besides Cohiba... STG does not have an ultra-premium brand. So they have the brand Cohiba, which, by the way, is in a lot of trouble because they lost to um, again to Cuba. Cuba now owns the rights to it. They're fighting it, and they're going to continue to fight it, but uh, they're going to lose because the fact of the matter is Cuba invented that brand. They can't sell it in Europe or any, anywhere else except the United States, so they're going to do it as long as they can uh, in selling these 20-plus dollar Cohibas. How does that trademark work? If they, they don't have the trademark for the U.S., but they can still sell it as long Correct. as it's not trademarked. Correct. Okay. But also, anybody can. If I wanted to come out with David Garofalo's Cohiba, I could do it. They'll probably sue me, and I'll have to spend lots of time and money in court, but they can't beat me because they don't have the trademark to it. And, you know, I'm waiting for somebody to do it. It's not going to be me because I don't want to spend my life in court, but some, somebody can do it because they don't own it. Uh, so if they ended up getting Davidoff, that would be a big deal. That's, that's a play. So uh, that is number one. And number two is as Room 101 was sold to Scandinavian Tobacco Group, uh, who also owns Forged, uh, continues the STG acquisition as Forged acquires Alec Bradley and Gurkha. There it is. Yeah. So um, Gurkha is still in line to do that. Gurkha's been up for sale for quite a while. Uh, something fell apart during the COVID thing that looked like it was, was ready to happen to them. Um, so I think uh, there's the Alec Bradley piece. The Gurkha piece goes next. And uh, well, if you look at who their number one seller of Gurkha cigars it's is, themselves, it's themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to acquire them because you'll increase your profit margin. And I believe that was the case with Alec Bradley, also. They and, were the number one seller of it, perhaps Room 101. Mm-hmm. Really, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So, yeah, what why let somebody make a profit off of you when you can buy them and make the profit off you yourself, right? Yeah, now yeah. your cost of goods is way lower. And you can get that money back, although $72 million. Yeah, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow right there. You just don't see that happening. I, I am so happy for Alan Rubin and everybody that ends up pulling this thing off. To, to Absolutely. Listen, he worked for 30 years to do it. Good for him. Take whatever you can get out of it. That's a payday, man. Yeah. It's the second time he's created a business to sell it yeah you know it was and he was in another business before hinges of, hinges yeah. for cabinets number yes. one hinge maker in the u.s sold that for a nice amount of money allowed him to get into the cigar industry and now he sells this yeah and you look at alec bradley and you say there's his two sons alec and bradley but you know from the from the words of christian aroa when he sold his company he said it would just be wrong not to because the number was so high. And it would just be wrong of Alec Bradley not to sell out at $72 million. Yeah, it's a stupid number. Yeah. You have to take it. <clears throat> Crazy. 
And do you think that this is STG reaching out? It has to be them reaching out to him because it, it, if he put it up for sale, now he wants to sell it, the number's going to come lower. He's, he, they're his biggest customer. So over all these years, you know, lots of conversations probably end up happening. Hey, if you, if you ever want to sell, you know, you come to us first, right? Oh, okay. I did not hear that they were on the auction block by any means to, to hear other people made offers or anything. It's $72 million, I think. One of the they things that let me know that the company was healthy is that we got a new rep so <coughs> a few years back. And if you were really struggling, the one of the places that you save money is you expand your rep's territory or you jump onto a piggyback <coughs> for a broker. But putting an in-house rep... Well, they put a they put you say they put a new rep in. They put a seventy year old man. I understand. A retired seventy year old man, John Taranio. I I love you, but uh, that was saying something to me uh, at that point too. That um, they they weren't paying top dollar for a seventy year old man. I don't know. He's got years of experience. He's yeah. got contacts. I don't know. That was that was a strange one to me. It made me feel good. I'm 62. I go, well, maybe somebody wants me. I figure I'm all done and nobody's going to want me, but he's 70 and what he's I'm got a job. What I'm curious about is, you know, Alan Rubin has a non-compete. So, he, you know, he can't get back in the industry for however long that is. He, we'll, we will never see him again. But I wonder if Alec and Bradley have a non-compete and do they use this some of this money to fund their own boutique company. No way. All they got to do is lay low for like 20 more years and they get it all. Husband, wife, two kids, 72 million. Let's call it 40 million after yep. taxes. 10 million apiece. 10 million apiece. You're done. That's it. Do what do what you love or whatever it is. I, I, I don't know Alec or Bradley well to know, but um, I would say we've seen the last of them. Um, if they, and if they're promising them jobs, that, that's not going to last six months. You saw that with everybody I read off yep. to you, that no, nobody ends up it, – it, it's a heartless, thoughtless thing. It's just dollars and cents is all that happens here. Uh, the person receiving it, very, very happy for the person getting it, but uh, not happy – not personally happy about the future of the brand because it's not about making the best cigar. It has, it has, the cigar right. has nothing, very little to do with it. Very little to do with it, let's say. A couple of people in the chat room referred to them as the brand killer, that the cigar is not the same. Of course not. And, yeah. and, you know, a guy that's on the brand that doesn't really follow the business of it, all he knows is the brand and that's it. And he's going to say a year from now, you know, I used to like these. They, they, my taste changed. And it is not your taste. It's no. going to be made somewhere else using different tobacco. It's the, they just bought the, the band. Yep. That's the, and they paid 72.5 for it. Even more expensive than your bands. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It just but you know, watching these guys get into the business and and getting to we're talking that's mass wealth right there. That's huge. Good for them. All right, number 3. Uh, stay with global right now. Another global leader is Jay Cortez. Jay Cortez, uh, huge in Europe. They own a lever and nub that we're smoking right now. And they came along and they bought into Oliva. And um, they uh, also have online. They bought into an online company, so they're direct-to-consumer also. 
Um, they want to buy more, and they have been out there trying to purchase people. They just weren't doing it like uh, Scandinavian tobacco and, again, uh, using other people's money. Sure. Um, last year, we saw them buy Cuba Aliados, which to most people didn't mean anything. Puros Indios, which hasn't even come out yet. Uh, but they'll, what, that had no legs like Alec Bradley does that, that's, you know, shelf space. Um, that was nowhere. So um, right now, we have E.P. Carrillo making one of their two aliados and J.R.E. making another one of their aliados. And I said right there and then to both of them, why? Why would you make cigars for them? And well, why we know, would you, we know why Ernesto. Would they, why would they have somebody make cigars for them? Ernesto's already sold out once, so he's got to have the itch to be able to pull that off a second time. Maybe the first time in the cigar industry that yeah. someone did a twofer. Yeah. So, I don't see, I don't see the boys at uh, JRE going anywhere. I see them both going. So I see EP Carrillo making um, making the second sale and uh, possibly have his children come out for a third time. Or then again, if the number is gigantic like that, do whatever you like. Um, so EP Carrillo is for the Dominican Republic because they have nothing in the Dominican Republic, and that goes to uh, Oliva. And JRE is Honduras. And um, they got three countries represented there. There we go. They can pull and that off. That's how a global leader plays, right? It Your becomes bets global. are absolutely hedged at that point. Correct. So uh, you have oh, the civil unrest over here. Okay, let's just move the factories right. over here. They're already there. Done. We have a factory yep. to each country. So Honduras is covered with the farms and the factory, the tobacco itself. And you have three countries covered, and now Jay Cortez is a player. They're a player anyway. Uh, not You just look at um, Oliva, and you think Oliva and Nub is the big thing, but they're, they're giant. It's dropping um, the bucket. Yeah. Like, and when you see Scandinavian doing this, this is how big boys play. They, they're playing in a different league, and they see they have to make a move. Because their competitor just made a move, so they have to make a move. So one of them buys direct-to-consumer, the other one buys direct-to-consumer, the next one buys direct-to-consumer. So these three people I told you about, Davidoff direct-to-consumer, Scandinavian direct-to-consumer, Oliva's direct-to-consumer, this is what continues also, uh, and acquisitions have to continue because they have to grow like their competitors grow, or else they're going to lose out and they're going to take, take them over. So that is going to be the third one there. Right now, it's time to Ask the Dawn by Dawn Raphael Cigars. It's time to Ask the Dawn. Brought to you by Dawn Raphael Cigars. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars, mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And we have Scott writing through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I recently moved to Florida from New York. I have a 1,500-count cigar standing humidor with an Oasis humidification system, but it never turns on because the inside humidor humidity is always around 71%. What should I do to get that down to around 64? It's a closed humidor. Why is this happening? And my best advice is you've got to be able to really capitalize on your air conditioning system. If you allow your temperature in your house 
to be up just a couple of points with the air conditioning running. It's winter time, though. They just wrote to us, and he's in New York in the winter. He's I in live Florida. Florida. Oh, oh, oh! You I got to listen it up. to the. I messed it email. up. All right, he went from New York to Florida, like so everybody would. He's in Florida, and I'm sure he's running air conditioning because everybody's running air conditioning. But if you chill that air down too far, your relative humidity is automatically going to go up. They work in opposition to each other. So you've got to allow the the temperature in your house to go up a little. And that will allow for more airspace for the humidity to be essentially encapsulated by the air that's around it. And you will drop your points on your humidor a little bit. And then you can start playing a game with slowly allow, if you like it, your air, your house a little cooler like I do, you can slowly bring it back down. It's going to be a little bit of a struggle. I, I myself would not be above having a dehumidifier in that room and just suck a little bit more of the moisture out. But... That's what I got. All right. Florida's tough, man. Florida's tough. All right. We or are you sp- could throw some rice, dry rice, in the humidor as well that will absorb yeah. and without releasing it. Yeah. And then could you eat it after? Don't know. Yeah? All right. Well, well Jonathan, you should try Jonathan it and let would. us know. Yeah. Jonathan would. Undercooked rice? I, I didn't undercook it. Okay. All right. We're smoking the Nub 4x60 Maduro. Uh, it is a slow burner, but the good news is I did a lot of talking. I have not had a relight. It still stays lit. Uh, fantastic. You could definitely taste the Brazilian wrapper on this. It's more dominant than I remember it being. I don't know if they use any different grade. Uh, it used to be <clears throat> more chocolate, more fudge. doesn't have it. Um, but this cigar came out in, what, 98? So you're talking about a 25-year-old cigar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scooter uses a desiccant bag. Ah, it's disgusting. Another way to go. Is that the one that attaches to your your spleen or something? No, no, no. All your shit goes in it? That's different. Oh. This is something that absorbs excess humidity. The little things when it says don't, do not eat? Yeah. Don't eat them. Put them in your humidor. What? Doesn't matter what temperature. I, I you thought cook you weren't supposed to eat them in their full size. If you put them in like a pepper grinder and, and mill them up a bit, you could de- dehumidify it yourself. Anyway, let's let's take a break, and when we come back, uh, let's continue with the big guys. Uh, we have Altadas, Drew Estates. Uh, big fan of flavored, uh, big in the flavored market, which is uh, politically trouble right now. Uh, Are they buying or are they selling out? I got 25 wild predictions, and we're just getting started. Stick around, everybody. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White. West Tampa Cigars, passion with a purpose. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Prediction Show, and we are going over predictions, and I'm moving on to... Altadas right now, and Altadas was purchased from Imperial Tobacco in 2020, and still undisclosed Hong Kong Corporation was broken up into two parts, Altadas USA and Habanos, two separate corporations as needed by law, but believed to be the same people. The reason for this buy 
was for the Cuban side. And Altatus USA will go back on the auction block and for sale. Uh, let the bidding begin. Altatus is to be sold to an already U.S.-based cigar company, which I can't predict who it's going to be. It's going to actually be the highest bidder. I think Scandinavian tobacco will be out of that because we're going to start worrying about Scandinavian tobacco becoming a monopoly at that point. All right. So <clears throat> if it's not going to be that upper echelon, there's only a handful of players that would have access to that level of money. Well, they could go public and, and get the money. Um, mergers and things that you're going to see as this goes in of different mergers. Doesn't it take time to go public? Yep. All right. So if the, if the play is going to go to the highest bidder, then who would have that kind of ability to... They raise capital. They get funding. Yeah, but you, you've, got to, you've, got to, you've got to have a proven track record. So what, what tier are we playing at? Are we playing at the Davidoff tier? Yes. So it's got to be somebody that size? It couldn't be somebody lower? Well, Davidoff's going to be acquired anyway. According, uh, according, according to, to you. Yes. So, um, uh, but is that something that a Nick Perdomo would be able to... I mean, he, 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 only, he wouldn't. You need to put, for like a corporate type loan, if he was going to go to the bank for it, you got to put 10% down. What, what's the number? Uh, well, I, I would have said in the... Like $150 million is what I would have said. But Alec Bradley but sold for $72 million, so. Right. So a couple hundred million, uh, yeah, Nick could do it or-, or um, Maybe Rocky. 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 Yeah, good middle tier to go to the high tier or middle, upper middle goes to the, to the global player at that point. What about to force- no, nah, because you're saying the monopoly, that takes Scandinavian out of it. But if somebody like Placentia, he's got money. We don't see him necessarily. He's got some cigars on the market, but he makes cigars for other people. Could that be his play too? Because he's already deep in bed with Scandinavian to what, begin with. He's not going to become their competitor. What about Swisher? Could. Absolutely could do it. Expand their footprint from yeah, Jewish State they onto could, that. They could do it with cash. Yeah, or Jay Cortez. Yes, Yep, we'll see how that how that ends up going. Okay, let's go to go, let's go to Swisher. Drew Estates, which is owned by Swisher, and understanding their issues in the flavored category right now, where a lot of states are going um, outlawing flavored cigars. Who knows where, where it's going to? It's, it's looming there, and uh, they have to go more traditional cigars. They have some, but they don't have enough to end up sustaining um, their workforce or whatever. So Drew Estates buys. Hoya de Nicaragua. Hmm. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Yeah, you've been saying it for 10 years. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't happened because, you know, that is the bulk of what's coming out of that factory is from them, and they might as well just own it. But if Hoya doesn't want to sell, then you've got a well, problem. That, no, because how big companies like that do it, they say, this is more than a fair number. You sell it to us, or we're going to have these cigars made somewhere else, and you're going to go out of business. They play rough. So what, what do they do? If, if they ever said that to Hoya, uh, sell to us or else we're going to go somewhere else, what does Hoya do? Give him the finger and oh, double down? That's what I would do. That's what you would do. Yes, just- that's what I would do. <laughs> but, Who would uh, they go to, though, if they said, if they pulled that play? We're going to go to somebody else. Who could take them on? A lot of people. Mm-hmm. Agamorsa. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Having most of their eggs in the Nicaraguan basket, Drew Estate looks outside Nicaragua to the Dominican Republic. Again, you never know what's going to happen in these countries. So back to Jonathan saying, yeah, you got to play these both things. So now you have Drew Estate going to the Dominican Republic to make some brands over there. But instead of just making brands, might as well acquire somebody with brands, right? And they have the money to do it. They have a factory and they have growing facilities. They acquire... This is big, a Toro Fuente. Who is that again? This is Drew, Drew Estate okay. but, or Swisher buying a Toro Fuente. Everybody, whoa, you know, the family and all this stuff. Well, you saw Alec and Bradley. When the money is there, well, what's the succession plan? I'm going to do a whole show on succession plans, but the succession plan for a Toro Fuente, and if you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, is it right or wrong to make that move, Drew Estate buys a Toro Fuente. I, I would mean, hate this, but... They certainly have the capability to absorb that level of infrastructure, and that would be a big concern if somebody like Al McAuliffe... Because you've got to have money, and you've got to have the ability to to deal import that in infrastructure. So a guy like Al McAuliffe, does he have the money? Yes. But is he going to be able to go in and deal with all of the things in that much larger factory. And he's he's up there in age. No, it's got to be somebody that, you know, who's the owner of, of Swisher? Nobody we no knows. Idea. We have no These idea. These are nameless, faceless companies that are corporately run. And Doing their eyes wide yes. shut parties at the top of buildings who that they, they own. Who knows? Uh, so moving on uh, to number seven, we're staying with Swisher. Swisher uh, does not have a direct-to-consumer model yet, so Swisher buys Famous, which is the next big one that somebody has to buy. So if Swisher does that, they buy a Toro Fuente, they buy um, Hoy de Nicaragua, and they buy online Famous. They got it all, and they have become a global player now too. And that, that's how this is going to go, that these big global guys are looking at the moves that Scandinavians are making, so they have to make their moves too. And it's one after the other after the other that these fall in. We're going to end up with new categories because we hear about you know Cuban cigars and then you have New World cigars. Yes. We're going to end up with another category, it sounds like, which is non-legacy cigars because once all the legacy players are gone, all the big name brands are bought by these nameless, faceless companies. Yes. So there's going to be, I think there's going to be family owned and operated yeah. companies. So we, we say boutique. It's not going to be boutique anymore. It's going to be family owned companies and corporations, big corporations. We've been there before. This is where it's going to go uh, to, the, to the next stage. To me, it. it makes companies like, and we're going to smoke his cigar in the next hour, uh, Foundation, Nick Melillo. It makes his company more appealing to me as a cigar smoker because- He's not big enough to sell yet. We'll see. Oh, great. <laughs> listen, I got 25 of them, but I, I think, uh, listen, they, they need people to be able to do certain things, and they can have somebody work for them, and they, could, or they, they can just buy them. Everybody's for sale. After three days ago, when Alec Bradley was sold, everybody went up for sale. Whether they say it or not, everybody started putting a number on it. Do I want to go? No, I don't want to go. But if somebody offered this amount, but I, I had many a conversation. There, ain't, Look, there is no way a guy like Nick Perdomo is letting it go. Alec Bradley was bought by a perceived overpay. I don't think anybody had Alec Bradley valued at $72.5 million. There's a big payday out there for somebody. Oh, yeah. And you don't walk away from that. 
He paid his dues for 30 years, though. That's what, that's that's what the, happened to Christian Arella. That's the legacy. He got back in. He didn't want out, but it would, it would have been... Irresponsible. Irresponsible was his word, yeah. So uh, right now it's time for the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victus and Claire Cigars. And each week we bring to you a bracket, so to speak, brought to you by Victus and Claire Cigars, and we did the best gangster movie... And you had The Godfather 2, which beat The Irishman, A Bronx Tale, and Casino to get to the final, against Goodfellas, which beat The Untouchables, Scarface, and Godfather 1. Which is hard to believe Godfather 1 it beat, but Godfather 2 it can't beat. 23 lead changes on this vote. (laughs) And it came down to one of them winning by one single vote. Wow. And we did a full recount. And it stood at the one vote, Godfather 2 beat Goodfellas. And three hours before the polls closed. I I was there in the morning and it it wasn't that way. way. Yes. Um, So Godfather 2 is voted by the listeners of the Cigar Authority as the best gangster movie. And by popular request, we now have the best sitcom brackets up. But you know why it won? It was our demographic skews older. If you had a younger demographic. They're both older movies. First off, they're older, you know, they take place older times to begin with, and they're both old. And you did see that in the voting of of the known customers that voted, um, going by how they sound on the phone. Yeah. It feels like the older demographic did vote for Godfather 2 versus the younger demographic voting for Goodfellas. I got to watch Goodfellas. I, I've only seen it a hundred times, but I have to watch it again to, to see. I don't think it was that great. From a cinematic standpoint, the cinematography in Goodfellas blew away the cinematography in Godfather. Barry Stein talking about it, cin- cinematography. It seems the, the Godfather seems more dated today than Goodfellas does. Could they ever redo the Godfather? No. Don't touch it. Don't friggin' ruin it. Didn't you think it was great just the way it was, Mr. Jonathan? I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> this is what he holds on to in life. He talks about other people like this, but this is your hold on. This is it. I'm a man of my word. When I say never, I mean never. Well, next week on the Cigar Authority, Mickey Pegg makes his triumphant return back here. Oh, what, what's he not going to tell us? Well, we're going we're <laughs> to talk about what did they used to do before cigars. So all the different people in the cigar industry, what was their business before? When they grew up, what did they want to be? Certainly not in the cigar business, probably. Do you think Mickey Pegg will tell us if he was a pimp or not? Well, maybe. If he ever did that, we'll find out. Oh, yeah. So what P- did he used to pimp do? Pimp Daddy Pegg. Uh, We're going to talk on March 11th, chocolate notes and cigars. How does that happen? What are the cigars that have those chocolate notes? We'll talk about chocolate. Are we doing pairings? We can. (laughs) And then we have the top 10 Figurados coming on March 18th. And on March 25th, uh, uh, Renia Lorenzo will join us. I know who he is. HVC, Havana City. We'll talk about Cuba and uh, Havana City and what got him into the cigar business and what did he used to do. We're going to have that in, in next week's mm-hmm. show. April 1st, our anniversary, 13th anniversary. Oh, my God. And uh, no big party involved. But, but there'll we, be cake. There'll be cake. Yeah. There'll be cake. And there'll be, there'll be some surprises uh, for our anniversary party, April 1st, the 13th uh, anniversary of the cigar. Dave, request, don't let Jonathan make the cake. It'll just be batter. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. Undercooked batter. <laughs> That's it. A little sweet potato and egg. <laughs> oh, God. What's your, uh, what cake do you despise the most? All cake. If you had to pick one that you despised, what would it be? I'd go with fake strawberry cake with, uh, oh. with like strawberry frosting because it'd be fake on top of yeah. fake or something. Bad. Right? You'd hate that. Nightshades. No, fake fake nightshades. No, I don't do that. No. Because he didn't have a cake when he was. When it was <laughs> I think just regular. He didn't celebrate his birthday and stuff. So. Regular yeah. marble cake, I think, is just stupid. How do you feel about angel food? Angel food cake is fine. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be the Marble one cake? No. Boring. Dumbass cake. Marble feel? cake with that bullshit fake oil frosting they put oh. on the outside. Terrible. How do you feel about a marble rye? Marble rye, like. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Scooter right. thinks Jonathan likes fruit cake. Ah. Wow. my bell, Scooter. <laughs> See, yeah, that's perfect. And he probably said that really fast out there as soon as he said it, fruit cake. That's good. That's really good. All right. Uh, we're looking at predictions here. I'm on number eight. Uh, to save the cost of two separate operations, my father cigars and Tatuahe finally merge. Hmm. Watch that this year, because they're, they're spending money. One, there's a few ways to make a profit. You raise the prices, you sell more product, or you save on costs. So, I, I think they're at the point where they've reached their mass. They have to save on costs now. And the way to do that is to merge and save mm-hmm. save on uh, the, their overall costs. Having two reps in the same area, selling basically the two, same product. Two accounts payable, yes. receivable. All, all those that. costs. You know how it works, Ed Sullivan. All right, so number nine is Davidoff, now acquired by STG. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going into the future that this has already happened. They obviously have to end their distribution agreement with Ferry Otago. So Ferry Otago... And SAG, which is Manuel Casada's company, merge. Hmm. Wow. Right? Now he's got a factory. He uh, merges I mean, with the. Uh, as it stands right now, it. it would make more sense for Herklotz to switch his production over to one of the Davidoff facilities and be acquired mm-hmm. by them. That would certainly. But not if they're being sold. Unless um, the number came up that it was so profitable, but it's too new of a company to be profitable right. at all. It's probably not profitable. So they got to get it off their books and get him out. He, he ends up saying, I want to keep this going. I'm making cigars with them. Let me just buy into the factory. You buy into my thing. We'll be partners. They've been very, very close for a long time. And he's the young guy. Casada's getting really up there in age. That would be the move. That's what I'm going with for number nine. Number 10, Barry, listen to this one. La Aurora, Leona Menez. They started distribution on their own, uh, and they will have their own company reps. And LFD has never brought their reps back. Something's going on over there. You don't see them. They're making more ashtrays and, <laughs> and NFTs than they are cigars. Um, I think La Aurora, Leona Menez acquires LFD. And now has a strong brand with a lot of people looking for their, those cigars and have La Roa and Leona Menes, which are not that popular in the stores, but they get their, their cigars brought in there. And uh, uh, La Aurora buys LFD. It makes sense for them not to sell because having conversations with Guillermo, 
He refuses to sell his family's legacy. He refuses to sell the company that was his father's. Yeah. So them being an acquisition would make sense. But an interesting thing at TPE, Miami Cigar had their new Hors d'Age on display at their Oh, oh really? Why? Yeah. They're not distributing. I don't know if La Aurora's behind schedule on their distribution, uh, but supposedly it was April on. April 1st. Okay. So Miami was still showing some La Aurora products. For at, 30 days. At TPE. Yeah. Okay, April first, I think, is is the is the dead uh, drop dead date on that, um, and um, Laura may be making decisions with them to say, I mean, yeah, you know, you be at our booth at at Florida Dominicana, yeah, well, whatever's going on. It'd be on. interesting to see what happens at TPE. I mean, at PCA, PCA, and again. Everything here is made up. This is just guessing uh, from decisions and things that, that go out there. But you start thinking, and I and I say it at there because we we're almost taking it like I said this, and then it gets into this, and you start believing it. You write it down. You start looking at it a while, and you start believing that this is the way it's going. It's not. It's made up, so don't be yelling at me, John Connie, that he has to start looking for a job or anything like that, but crazier things have happened. I've put these things down, and in a quick time, something happens, or I get a phone call and say, hey, who told you? You know, nobody told me. It's, it's made up based on the information. Edu- that's educated guess. That's all. Dave, that's all. do you want a prediction from our chat room? Mm. Uh, Casey Carter predicts that the Padron and Fuente cigar still won't be released well, this year. That, that's an easy one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it might, th- that this would be the year. No Give, giving out it to way. Big Smoke doesn't count. It has to be released to retailers. They, they, they got... Um, they got... Um, Padron has their anniversary coming up again. Mm-hmm. Next year, so this year would have to be that, or else they're gonna. If they save it for next year, it's gonna be, um, you know, in there with the 60th anniversary and this in the 60th, um, and, and this at the same time. Wait, well, they could they could do it. They could do what they always do and just make the 60th late. Yeah, done deal. Everything ends up being late, so we'll see how that turns out. We're smoking the nub. Four by 60, I did relight it because it did go out on me once, but um, it stays lit for a long period of time because of the big ring gauge that does it. We're talking uh, an hour long, easy. So if you if you had uh, Swiss Miss chocolate, the one with the marshmallows, and you emptied out a tea bag, and you put the, the Swiss Miss chocolate with the marshmallows in the tea bag, and you Can made you do that? you made hot chocolate. And then, like you're not really supposed to do, but my my dad was kind of a cheap bastard, so he would reuse his tea bag. Wow! Now you reuse the tea bag, and you make hot chocolate a second time. That's the chocolate that I'm getting. Wow! I mean, he's the tea bag expert. Nub four sixty Maduro. Does anybody make a tea bag that's with hot chocolate? Wouldn't that be nice? No, no. It's disgusting. Why would that be disgusting? Chocolate doesn't go with tea. It's not, not tea. a tea, it's just in the bag. Just hot chocolate in a bag, and you, you dunk it in your hot water, and you make... That's cool. That's I'd buy that. I would. I'm going to have to make one now. What do you do? Take the tea out of the tea bag? And, yeah. Yeah? Snort it, and then while you're waiting for that yeah. to kick in, you make your... It's going to have remnants of the tea. <laughs> Say that like a like that's a bad thing. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's take a break. When I we like come back, I have more wild predictions, uh, including some that I am involved with. How could I predict what I'm going to do? 
you'll see. <laughs> We're live at the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. 
Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and West Tampa White. West Tampa Cigars, passion with a purpose. We're talking about predictions to the future, mergers, acquisitions in the cigar industry. These are made-up thoughts, but a little intelligence going into it of of what I've heard, what I know, uh, and you'll hear more of that as it's going on. We're going to light up our next cigar. Barry, what do we have here? Well, today's second cigar is Olmec, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Foundation Cigar Company. The size that we're lighting up is a 6x52 Toro, and it features a San Andreas wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. A box of 10 will set you back $156.99, which comes out to $15.69 per cigar. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Little Cuban Cohiba look of the band, except there's a guy with a hockey mask on, a hockey helmet. Who's this guy on the, looks on like the band? Looks like one of those Mylai helmets or Waylay. What's yeah. that? Sport, would they have the high lie? Could be a bicycle helmet. Yeah, it could be a bicycle helmet. Why does he have sperm on his head? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's two sperms right on his head. Two sperms. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut uh, out the federal estrogen tax. And actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. You had one job, Glenn. You had one job. Cut when you cut. Everybody cuts with the Perdomo. When you were at the factory, were people cutting? No? No. Not enough fan base the other? There was very little fan base. Because the whole time, for three days, you could have been cutting. Cutting. Because you smoked a whole bunch of cigars, right? I cut the, well, the S-chip tax probably wasn't on the cigars I was smoking. Oh, they weren't on there yet. So So if you could harness the flavor of cayenne pepper Mm -hmm. without the heat of the cayenne pepper, that's what I'm getting on the cold draw. Would be pepper. No, cayenne has a very specific flavor. Wow. He might be right. Really? All right. Yeah. You never gets the, the, the sound effects anymore. You, you're off that completely. You haven't done that all year. You, you think we need that? I don't know. Ah. 
makes him feel good. It does. We're going to light our cigar today with the Brawn by Lotus, featuring a full-size cigar rest on the top of the lid, a flip-top, four jets, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank at the bottom. You've got easy adjustment, all for the low price of $49.99. That is the Brawn by Lotus. You ever use an electric shaver? Yes. Doesn't this remind you of it? It's the perfect name for this lighter because it reminds me of holding an electric shaver. Also, Braun is a brand name of electric shaver. Yes. That's why it's the perfect name for it. Oh. Dave, here's a a prediction for you. This is from Sem Country Care, a cave diver. He says, Dave's prediction will make some cigar tycoon very angry who in retaliation... Purchases Perdomo and Habanos and comes out with the Punch Dave cigar. Punch Dave. <laughs> well, well Punch Garofalo, sorry. There we go. I messed that up. It's ruined. All right. It wasn't that good to start. All right. Hey, nice cigar. Very nice. Tough to keep in stock. Jonathan came up today and said, do you have a problem with Olmec? And I said, why? I just heard through the grapevine. Really? Not at all. Beautiful, soft box pressed, beautiful wrapper. Really, it, it, I mean, it's straight in my wheelhouse as far as yeah. the flavor and the strength. It's not a super strong cigar. No, no. Dave can smoke By the way, this. we never did the strength on the Nub Maduro, and four. people like to see where we fall with All their right. votes. That was a four. I had like a five, but four to five. Really? Yeah, four Ooh. to five. Four to five at 67% of the vote. Yeah, mm-hmm. big ring gauge, a lot of filler. So, it, it, you know, if it was a thinner engage, it would probably be stronger cigar. But This has some strength. and This I, is more of a seven. Six. Um, I'd put it at a six, maybe seven, maybe seven. But the for me, a good cigar is a you get more flavor than you get strength. And that's the tough balancing act because a lot of times your flavor comes from those high-priming tobaccos, which inherently have more strength. So... This is a nice balance where yeah. you get lots and lots of flavor, and the strength is down a little bit. I don't like a 60 ring gauge. It's, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. No need for it. Yeah. Something that bothers me about um, consumers from time to time is that they have a problem with box-pressed cigars. Mm. Oh, I don't, like a, I don't like a box-pressed. Yeah. I've never in my life considered whether or not a cigar was box-pressed or not. I only considered do I like it or not. Right. I'd prefer it not be, but it won't stop me from smoking. And I'd say that's the majority of people prefer it not be. We sell an awful lot of Padron, man. Well, that's the the exception to every rule. That's the exception. How many do you sell to me? Hang on. Uh, To date, zero. Mm -hmm. Wow. I used to smoke them back before Jonathan was here. Yeah. Okay. You haven't smoked one in a long time. We'll have to bring one on to the show, so you do. Last time I smoked one was on the show. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. I have about 25. I think I have 25. And we're on number 11, so I better get going. Mirafeld signs a distribution agreement with J.C. Newman. Mm. So remember, Fuente is sold. Oh, it's gone. So... Uh, Mirafeld, who wants to make cigars, ends up going to J.C. Newman and says, okay, distribute my cigars for me. Yeah. Because maybe J.C. Newman's not distributing Fuente anymore if somebody else owns it, right? True. Uh, because the Toro Fuente is sold, number 12, to Swisher, Ashton sells their brand to J.C. Newman. 
Mm. Ashton to J.C. Newman. All right. Who's making the cigar at this point? Swisher. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if they buy it, who's making the cigar? Swisher. Still? Yeah. You think J.C. Newman's buying something that another company is making? A Toro Fuente is sold to Swisher. So a Toro Fuente makes Ashton, and J.C. Newman buys the brand. J.C. Newman so could, think, could bring it into, into Nicaragua to their own factory. I think that's the only it, play. It, it's possible. There's no way, no way that they buy a brand that they don't have complete control over. Ashton's going. I, I, don't, I don't disagree going. with you on that. I just think when you're talking about the Newmans, they're just not – I don't mean that this is not an age thing, Bobby and Eric. Um, <laughs> Drew, Drew is I understand the Drew's, Drew's in now, but there, there's no way that these two guys are not advanced enough in their age not to know that that's a bad idea. <laughs> Buy a brand that your competitor is making. No way. Well, they don't have to make it. So then they would have to move. They would have to move it because they have their own facility. They could. That, that that wasn't my prediction of who's making it. <laughs> That's mine. That's yeah. my prediction. Who's making it? You just it made me very nervous. A Torfuente is sold to Swisher. Ashton sells the brand to J.C. Newman. That's the prediction. 13, Elysion buys Warped. I don't care. But Yeah, I mean, okay. both made the same factory right yeah. now. So Warped's getting out. They sell to Elysion. He's growing. He's got a distribution channel. He's got it going on. Why not just have Agonosa take them both? That, that's a brand that was mismanaged, warped. And Elysion could possibly do it. Yep. Uh, 14, Crown Heads by Southern Draw. Much like the same thing. They could do something it with it. Makes sense. Right? They could, could do something with yep. it. You're going to see some little guys go out. When, when big guys get bigger, somebody falls, right? It's well, not and the, be and the, the middle guys want to kind of play ball too. They they want to they yeah. want to get in on this and get some market share. Um, number fifteen. Ba- Barry's telling, reminding the chat room. This is predictions. This is turning into like War of the Worlds, where people some think people it's think real. it actually happened. No, <laughs> no these are all make believe. People are having a hard time following. The AD- Mike, how many more times can I say it? ADHD <laughs> is real today. Oh, they they. Stop believing this stuff is, and it'll be a wheel next. Yeah, (laughs) this has not happened yet. These are predictions. The prediction show. We're just predicting the future. I'm just having some fun here. Chill out. The aliens have evaded, though. What gets worse is the manufacturer that's going to call me up and says it's not true. I'm not selling out to. (laughs) uh, It's just a prediction. Just a prediction. Number fifteen, Toscano to buy Foundation Cigars, Nick Malillo. Toscano, that one global be. leader, global leader. <laughs> what are they going to do? These things are happening to them worldwide, and you know that Scandinavian has a product. They bought a company that's like Toscano. They did it last year. They bought a company that's just like Toscano. I can't think of the name of, of the company. And now Toscano has to do something, and they end up buying Foundation, Nick Melillo, Italian, 
part of the thing too. And Nick Malillo is so the the Italian company's only going to buy a company owned by an Italian. They, it would <laughs> this be, is how they play. Did you learn this in the Godfather and the Godfather Two? And 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 now now Malillo can concentrate on making cigars and doing it while they're taking the dis- handling the distribution and other things and go global with these things. Ella once a fire cured. <laughs> It's possible because he he did one of the first fire cured, right? Yeah. What was it? Uh, KFC. Yeah. Uh, which uh, Kentucky fire cured? Yeah. I don't think they were allowed to use KFC because yeah. of uh, right. trademark because of the chicken Chickens. place. <clears throat> so that is number fifteen. Toscano buys Foundation Nick Malone. We're smoking. We're smoking it now. Um, I would say Toscano is in acquisition mode, has been for years, looking for other things. They may go publicly traded and get bigger and bigger and buy a lot of people, but they need a tobacco man. That's Nick Malillo. For sure. Alex says that uh, maybe you'll buy Carabas since it's Italian. <laughs> the the restaurant? Store? Or what is it? The, the restaurant. The restaurant. Yeah, well. he's more interested in Olive Garden versus Carabas. <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> Number sixteen, Rocky Patel produces in Honduras and now has a fa- their own factory in Nicaragua. Has no connection with the Dominican Republic, so Rocky Patel buys La Polina and Christoph. That gives them the Charles Fairmont factory. Here we go. It's interesting. So diversification. You're talking about these upper middle level companies that have to make a move also. Now so, you've, you've so far you've left out uh, our boy Perdomo, which he is going to at some point based on your theory here. Where are you going with him? You I'm going? curious. You got to wait until he pops up if he pops up. Um, but that is it. And right now it's time for the confessional. And that's brought to you by all saints. Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis, voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year, All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? All right, I'm going to take it, and uh, gossip. Gossip is a sin, and I have gossiped way too much uh, <laughs> on this show and all shows, and the bad thing is I'm never going to stop. I'm going to continue. I'm the opposite of William Cooper. Where, uh, <laughs> you're, you're all hype. I'm all hype. I'm all, I, I believe in it. I like it. All rumors, all teasers. Yes. Yeah. These are all rumors and teasers and all that, and... Uh, it is a sin. You shouldn't gossip. Uh, but I have fun doing it. And uh, what else do I do? I, I barely drink. Well, I'm glad that you <laughs> did that because I don't do my, drugs. my confession was going to be that I undercooked some pork this week. Yes, and, you uh, did. We already said that. Yes, you did. So what do I have, Ed Sullivan? Gossip. Oh, for the love. Who, who does that? For your penance, smoke two Churchills, three Robustos, all Saint cigars this week. Five. I still have some blind cigars to go to. You've still got quite a few, I yeah, think. Yeah, i got to squeeze uh, five five more of those in. But I'm not going to stop the gossiping. So uh, that is that is that. 
So to recap right now, what we have so far is General Cigar buys Davidoff, Alec Bradley, and Gurkha. Oliva buys E.P. Carrillo and J.R.E. Aladino for the farms mm. and facilities. Altadas uh, gets sold to the highest bidder. Drew Estate buys Hoya de Nicaragua, Atoro Fuente, and Famous Cigars online. My Father Cigars and Tatuaje merge. Ferio Tego and Sag, Manuel Casada, merge. La Aurora buys La Flor Dominicana. Mirafeld signs a distribution agreement with J.C. Newman. J.C. Newman buys Ashton. Elysion buys Warped. Crown Heads buys Southern Draw. Toscano buys Foundation, Nick Melillo's company. And Rocky Patel buys La Polina and Kristoff. You with me? I'm with you. All right. So that's where we are right now. Um, going on to uh, some more, I have um, Marvin Samuel. Marvin Samuel was an owner of Drew Estates with Jonathan Drew. Got out of the cigar business. Former owner of Drew Estates. Makes his comeback into the cigar industry mm. with non-flavored cigars. So you're going to see. It's a random prediction right there. You're going to see it. He's coming. He's coming in strong. Uh, he's doing a movie thing right now. Here's, here's, I Mordecai is the name yes. of the movie. This is where this is where people get confused because I make a joke about how this is made up and you're just throwing it out random and you say it's going to happen. That's why people are confused in because, the chat room. Yeah, because this okay. is, <laughs> say no more. That's almost happening. Say no more. That's almost happening. Don't get yourself in trouble. So. You know, you, you come out with your own brand, and it takes a long, long time, and you've already had huge success, and you made a lot of friggin' money. It doesn't take off like you thought it was going to take off. So later, Marvin Samuel buys, ready for this, Miami Cigar. Ooh. And company? And company. Uh, he gets the, the Tatiana cigars, which are the flavored ones that he didn't get back into. Can he start that whole thing up again? No, he just buys another one. So you, you start off and you, it's not what you think it was. It's too long of a, you know, we're older now, too small, just buy a company. And that, that's what, uh, why mergers end up happening. Yeah, I mean, so that, why Nesta not? just turned 80 years old. He's, you know, yep. getting up there in years. Yep. Why do you think that we haven't seen a bigger splash as far as that type of acquisition from Aganorsa or McAuliffe, which are both two old? They're old. They're old. They're family owned and run, and they're old. All right. So, You're old, too, and yes. I, I've seen the bills coming in so far this quarter. So does, so you get to a certain age, you're saying that you stop throwing money around. You haven't. So I, why wouldn't they? You don't see me buying somebody's company, though. Or start a new company. Hmm. I want to, but you know, it's what am I going to leave behind? How much of a mess do I leave behind? Starting up, I'm 62 years old. A startup, it takes 10 years to be an overnight sensation. So I'll be 73. Hmm. Smart move. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. that's um, what I'm thinking. As you as you watch eighty year olds and stuff like that, can they stick around? Yeah, but again, we see big money being thrown around this week. Eduardo Fernandez has reinvented himself. What four times, five times? It all depends if his son, and that's why I had that conversation with him. How 
deep is your son into this? Does he love it? Is he, you know, Alec and Bradley from Alec Bradley apparently was okay with the father selling the company at $72 million. If, if they really said, don't do it, Dad, don't do it, we really, we really want to do this, don't take the $72 million. We'll we'll pay for it, don't worry about it. Obviously, that didn't happen because the father sold the company from him. There's no Kowloon's restaurant because the next generation doesn't want it. We're going to have a whole show on next generations. Does the next generation want it or do they want the money? And unfortunately, they, they want the money in most cases. In most cases is what I'm sticking to as I went through this. Right now, let's take a peek into the asylum, if this isn't crazy enough, from my friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. <coughs> Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> And police in Santa Cruz, California, have warned people to beware of Adam Sandler, who is considered dangerous. Mm. No, we aren't talking about Happy Gilmore. We're talking about a creepy cookie monster that has been terrorizing the wharf area. Adam Sandler, the man in the costume who has no relation to the famous actor, has a long rap sheet of similar behavior throughout the country. The individual has even been arrested for extorting the Girl Scouts of America, which makes him a real cookie monster. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Adam Sandler, the, the actor, hasn't been too kind to our friend uh, Tony V, which makes me turned off to him lately. You don't like that. I don't like that. No. Got to be nice to Tony V. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's our friend. Yeah. And he's a nice man. He's the nicest guy. And uh, Adam Sandler, just, I don't like it. Yeah. I like the Adam Sandler, and now I'm turned off to him. You boycott him? Yeah. I'm out. I think I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. So, uh, the hell with Adam Sandler. <laughs> That's going to be our new arch enemy, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Adam Sandler. All right. We are talking mergers and acquisitions, and uh, these are uh, obviously predictions. They aren't, aren't true at all. But do they make sense? Um, number 19 says, William Ventura, the factory to burn down, the William Ventura factory, teams up with Hochi Blanco from La Galera, and they start a whole new company together. Hmm. And Hochi's getting up there, too. He's got to be in his 60s now, too, but his son is into it. And now they and Hochi own the factory to burn down. So now they're building a new factory, and I think what they end up doing is, let's team up on this thing. I have no connection to know that this is happening, but I, I see it as I a... I mean, he's, as he's kind of known as the bank in the Dominican, so it would make sense. All right. So that William Ventura teams up with Hochi Blanco, form a separate company together, and uh, we see where that goes. Uh, number 20, Placencia. Here we go. To sell 100% to STG. Mm. Makes sense. 100% of it. STG, who has a piece of it anyway... Um, they did. They do this. They get a piece of something. Then it's a corporate takeover. They take it over. They need the whole thing. Squeeze them out. That's the end of the family. Mm -hmm. It's a family-owned um, facility that grows tobacco uh, and takes them out. Takes the Placencia name too. Uh, takes that family right out of the game. Boom. 
no hot, no nothing, you're gone. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they work their way in with that investment, right? They, right. If you want to make all this stuff for us, we need a piece. Right. And, and that's what they, they did. they take it all. And then they take it all. So that's the next step that ends up happening. So th- th- that gets ugly. You take, start taking the families out of this. Like I said before, it's going to be family-owned and operated companies and corporate giant corporate yep. companies is, is how this ends up playing as we go. So, all right, early thoughts here on uh, Olmec. 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 Which is uh, the Mayans, who are one of the first, if not the first, civilization to cultivate tobacco. And why does Toscano care about that? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> they're the, the new owners of this company. Why, they, why does he have sperms on his helmet? It doesn't be sperms. So it's just leaves, tobacco leaves. It doesn't look like a leaf at all. It's Why is it curved with a little tail? They do that when they make the little cutout for the cigar, the leaf. Before they do it. I don't know what's going on here. To me, it looks like a guy smoking a joint, whatever. Right, doesn't it? Yeah. It's joint-like. It looks like a blunt. Yeah. I've seen doobies about that size. But, but it also still has the coloring of old Cohiba. Mm-hmm. And it tastes, uh, you, you mentioned Padron. It's Padron-like to me. Yeah, it's Padron-esque. Um. Scooter would love for a United Cigar Shop to open again. Ah, so United maybe, Cigar Shops. Yeah. A chain of United Cigar Launching Shops. Launching retail shops. That's, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. I thought about it, but then again, I'm getting older. I have a lot of ideas and things to do, but hmm. uh, there'll, there'll be something in here with me involved in it. Let's take a break, and uh, when we come back, I have... Um, what do I have? I have five left. These are five long shots, but crazier things have happened. We have five long shots coming up, and uh, we have letters in the mailbox to get to, a prize to give away, and lots more. We are live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. 
You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White West Tampa Cigars. Passion with a purpose. Welcome back, everybody. This is the prediction show. We're making up predictions, or I'm making up predictions. I'm going to open it up to you guys after I do these five little ones. Well, I, I, I need to address one thing. Sure. I, I have a, a friend. Uh, I'll just say his name rhymes with Kevin T. He oh. wants to get into the cigar industry and have his own line of cigars called Angel Farts. Angel Farts. They're flavored, but they're, they're all named after different Angel Farts. The SBD, you know, just, he's got a whole thing. We'll talk to him after the show. You may want to buy in. <laughs> STD? Silent but deadly. Oh, I got sexual transmitted disease. (laughs) (laughs) I got him to giggle. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Okay, we are going through predictions. I am on number two. Now I'm going to go to long shots because those other ones were layups as far as I'm concerned. But these. So this is three point line or behind? Yeah, this is a long shot, but uh, I'm going to go to selected tobacco, Nelson Alfonso. And he becomes the first brand not owned by Cuba to be produced legally in Cuba and sold in the United States. Okay. I know that's his dream, to be able to make cigars in Cuba, uh, which is his homeland. And uh, he becomes the first one to do it. He pulls it off. That is number two. So he's going to import 
good tobacco in Cuba to make these cigars I don't think in the, Cuba? Yeah. yeah, whatever his magic <laughs> dust is, whatever he ends up having there. Um, it, there's no problem with Cuba importing tobacco. No. They can do whatever they want to do. They choose not to. They right. choose to use their own. There's been questions about rapper that uh, been says Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan rapper, right? Yeah. Um, number 22, you wonder about Perdomo. Hmm. Here he is. Okay. Ready? Perdomo. Lock your ears, Janine. To acquire Padron. <laughs> You're out of your cotton-picking mind. Why would they stay inside Nicaragua? They own it at that point. Imagine how powerful. Oh, my God. Perdomo and Padron, they own it. That would be it. That's if a, they're going to buy somebody, that's a power it's going to be the big, and that's the game. That's a game. That puts them at the very, very top, right? On premium cigars. For sure. Holy shit. Um, now we have 23, Romacraft to acquire Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. <laughs> You're just trying to cause I trouble. Made, I made Barry smile. <laughs> Well, that one's kind of gone back and forth, and also Melillo has been in the mix in that. Yes, that in in the past. Roma Craft to acquire Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. You think Steve is is selling? Oh yeah, I, his, think he, I think he built to sell it. Yes, it, I do. It's a sandbox. I don't think so. He built. It what to would sell. he bitch about online if he didn't have a cigar company? He, he'd go out of his mind. What everybody else is doing wrong in his mind? Yeah. I, I I say he he goes and he goes to uh, somebody that knows him and knows what they can do with it and think they can do it better and that's that's how that plays out. Uh, if he if he stays on for years from now, it'll be a bigger play that does does it. But right now, uh, it's ten years to to be the you know a huge thing. He's not there yet and. Um, a little guy could do it that has money, and I think that could be Skip. It's interesting. CLE, Asylum, to acquire Cigar Aficionado Magazine. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You've gone off the reservation. That's why these are long shots, but Cigar Aficionado <laughs> Magazine is for sale. Listen, I went down the rabbit hole with everything, and that one's stupid. In my opinion, um, yeah, these last ones I told you, are, are no, long I, shots, listen, but you got you got I got, me with, the, paper you and got I me with the skip and Steve thing. You made a good argument for it; it makes sense. But why, in, on God's green earth, would anybody want to buy Cigar Aficionado magazine? Because you have control of the industry at that point. You don't anymore. It's that that ship sailed. Huh. You may well, as well put us up on the chopping block. They can buy us. Mitch says Dave's either on to something. Or on something. <laughs> He's not on anything. That's the that right there is the problem. He's right. about as straight as an arrow as you can get. That's twenty four. I got one more left to go, but we'll get to that right now. We have a prize to give I'm away. I'm afraid. So let's do that. All right. This week's prize is a uh, handkerchief of some kind, whether it's a big handkerchief it's or a, a small one. It's a flag, so it's a big handkerchief. A large handkerchief. You can use it as a pocket square if your pockets are large <laughs> enough. Uh, you got a Bluetooth speaker. You got a hat. And a soccer ball, because that those all those all play well together. And the soccer ball does not come inflated, correct, Barry? It's correct. Now, if you if you're not a hat guy, you could put the hat on the soccer ball. They all have that Brazilian look to them, right? 
They do. And that's brought to you by the folks at Trinidad Cigars. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Jeff writes, Propagating the Species. Good day, gentlemen. I love sharing my passions with friends they and all family. Get titles. I like titles like that. <laughs> Propagating species, then we have to figure out what it says. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to start again. I love sharing my passions with friends and family, cooking, barbecue, hunting, fishing, and bourbon. When it comes to cigars, it's more of a challenge. But the facts I learned from the show have helped, and I brought a few into the fold. The real success will come from my grandkids, 13 and counting. I look forward to sitting around the fire at the appropriate time. I recommend at least 10 years old uh, and cutting and lighting cigars with them. The current prize pack is perfect for these future passionados, a soccer ball, the flag, the speaker. Uh, It's made for this situation. Unlike Ed at the Perdomo factory refusing to ask for cigars, I'm asking for your vote for this email of the week. Peace, friends. Signed, Jeff. He's got 13 grandchildren? He does. Wow. Uh, and he wants the prize. Yeah, but how, how are you going to split that up? It's trouble. Make them fight for it. No, yes. When they when they come over, everybody can play soccer, and you know the winning team gets to fly the flag on their side of the field. All right. All right. Justin writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Seeing if I can catch you interrupting. <laughs> Dear know. Cigar Authority panel. Allow myself to introduce myself. My name is Justin, and I'm a contractor in Vermont. I've been enjoying the hell out of your podcast, listening almost every day to at least one of your shows, both old and new. I can say that my customers enjoy it as much as I do when they overhear my speaker. I'm sorry, I can't say that. Uh I think it's the commercials that put them off. I like them and have pretty much memorized them, but my customers can't figure out if I'm listening to a bootlegger gangster movie (laughs) South American romance novels, or a Monster Jam truck rally. I plan to make it to one of your live tapings soon when I can take a Saturday off. That, or I will just have to instead work Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. See what he did there? Yes. The motor Speedway thing. Uh, so commercials, isn't that interesting? Because we got a, you got a message yeah. from uh, Justo Aroa. Yeah, I think they're squeezing you out. I don't know. They, yeah, I didn't get up. They want, they want to change their commercial. So we will have a new Justo Aroa commercial, a new Aladino commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they want. They didn't no. let me know, and we they didn't let yet. you know. No. So they just want us to, you don't want I, us to just wing it, right? I think they mentioned it to edit TPE. So now that that's over, they probably have time to focus. All right, focus. Tell us what you want, and we'll make a new commercial. Uh so they pr- probably want you. And, and, and any of the manufacturers, you hear your, your old commercial running and you're sick of it, change it. We're not going to change it unless you tell us to change it. Right. You want us to change it, we're going to change it. You want it to stay, we assume you want it to stay, it's going to stay. Uh, you want to change it up, let us know what you want to do. We're happy to, yeah. to oblige. And the following message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Hasib writes, it has been a while. Gentlemen, and the guy in the middle who's actually starting to fill in his shirts with some muscles. I see you, Mr. J. That's why I picked this. On December 1st of last year, my second daughter was born, and since then, I have only smoked two cigars. A Charter Oak from the box I purchased from two guys, and one Dos Ombre Cigarillo. So let me just tell you how annoyed I was by the douchebag who sent in the email attempting to discredit what you guys said about cigars not being addictive. 
In the spring and summer, I smoke a minimum of 10 cigars a week, while in the winter and fall, I might not smoke any cigars at all. A little poetry there. Of course, you know I can't end this email with a, without a small amount of ball busting. I'm kind of hurt that I told Barry that I had a baby and he didn't even give a guy a shout out. Although I can't expect you to be sensitive, you do eat raw bacon. Lastly, and certainly not least, Mr. Jonathan, you claim to be someone who likes the finer things in life. You claim to have great knowledge. That's not true. Uh, you think you're smart. Eh, a little. How can any of those things be true if you refuse to watch The Godfather? That's right. I just don't understand. I think you should purchase and smoke three boxes of All Saints as your punishment. <laughs> Here we go. All right, so you like a seed there. Uh, Jeff, the first guy, wants to win the prize. Yeah. He's got 13 grandchildren. And the second guy is a contractor from Vermont who listens to the shows while he works, wants to come up to see the show. Um, what, do you, what do you say? I'm giving it to the grandchildren. 13 grandchildren. I'm going number one as well because the seed is already won. All right. And when uh, number two comes here, he can get himself a challenge coin. There we go. All right, so let's well, can let's, we can we at least say congratulations to Asib? I mean, he's he's got a new kid. You said it. Congratulations, right? Yeah, you said we, you said we didn't say it. So yeah. by not saying it, we said it. And c- congratulations, new kid. But uh, Jeff is going to get it. He wants the prize. He gets the prize, and uh, he's going to have. Um, his I can't 13, wait for that. Thirteen slippery. little grandchildren playing and, with. Uh, with cigar garbage, whatever. That won't work in the future to just say you want the prize. Yeah, let's no. say that's going to be a slippery slope right there. And, Jeff, uh, I'll reach out to you on Facebook since we're Facebook friends. All right. We'll find it there. All right. The after show. The after show is coming up. And what are we going to talk about on the after show? Price of cigars. Price yeah. of cigars. Why is the price of cigars the, the price that it's at? The many, many reasons why cigars are priced the way they are. Um you're going to be surprised uh, of some of the reasons why it is. Um, and that being said, um, I'm going to quickly go over my predictions that we've said so far. I have one left to go. Um, General Cigar buys Davidoff, Alec Bradley, and Gurkha. They already bought, uh, well, they're buying Alec Bradley for sure. We'll see if they buy Davidoff and Gurkha coming up. Oliva buys E.P. Carrillo and Aladino. So what is the sense of making a new Aladino commercial? Or are we doing that <laughs> because it's Oliva? I don't know. Uh, so we'll have to let us know on that. These are made up. These aren't true. <laughs> Altadas USA is sold to the highest bidder. Drew Estate buys Hoy de Nicaragua and the Toro Fuente and Famous Cigars Online. My Father Cigars and Tatuaje merge. Uh, it will be My Father Tattoo. Is what the company will be. Um, Ferry Otego and SAG will merge, Manuel Casada, and uh, La Aurora buys LFD, La Flor Dominicana. And it can be Lala, right? <laughs> the company can be Lala at that point. Uh, Mirafeld signs a, a distribution agreement with JC Newman. Um, at the same time, JC Newman buys the Ashton brand. Elysion buys Whoop Cigars, Crown Heads buys Southern Draw, Toscano buys Foundation, Nick Malillo, and Rocky Patel buys La Polina and Kristoff. Marvin Samuel, uh, who was with Hang on a second. If they buy Foundation, they don't automatically get Nick Malillo. That's why they're doing it. They really want him, and they want him to handle the tobacco, and they make some agreement with him. But if they give him, let's say, $30 Oh, it's going to be way less than that. 
All right, so $10 million. He still doesn't have to work for the rest of his life. Yeah, they have to give him not enough um, that he will leave. So some sort of um, ongoing type thing. You know, there's ways to end up pulling that off. All right. Um, you know, a five-year contract with a with a balloon at the end of it, which is how they'll play that up. Is the balloon uh, filled with any, like, white powder? No, or? it's no, full lotion. of money. There's lotion in it. There's <laughs> yeah. lotion. That's what I'm talking about. Marvin Samuel, for, former owner of Drew Estate, makes his comeback into the cigar industry. Later, Marvin buys Miami Cigar. William Ventura and Hochi Blanco from La Galera um, team up and start a new company together. Placencia uh, sells 100% of their company to Scandinavian Tobacco General Cigar. And for long shots, we have selected tobacco. Nelson Alfonso becomes the first brand to legally sell into the U.S. being made in Cuba. Perdomo acquires Padrone. Roma Craft acquires Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. It's made believe. Steve Saka, don't bust my balls. I'm, <laughs> if I didn't put you in, you'd be mad. If I put you in, you're going to be mad too. CLE and Asylum acquire Cigar Aficionado magazine. And I am down to one left. But first, it's time for the classic three-way. Oh, God. You Brock. are friggin' unbelievable. Yes, that's how I do it. I hate you so much. <laughs> Brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is <coughs> light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Who is our champion? Barry's always champion. Yeah, I was concussed. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got five questions, no tiebreakers. Oh, boy. Goes to Barry. Today is February 25th, the birth date of... Enrico Caruso, the famous Italian tenor of his generation and one of the first singers to achieve international fame through his new technology of recording sound. So that takes you back, right? Oh my God. That's a hint. Enrico Caruso, born today, what year? 1887. 1887. 1870, it's 1873. Almost nailed it. So Ed Sullivan gets one point. One ye old knew the age of another ye old. On to Ed Sullivan. Born today, George Harrison. George George Harrison. Harrison. Multi-instrumental singer and songwriter. Was he in the Backstreet Boys? Yeah. Best known with the Beatles. Oh, Traveling Wilburys. Which he wrote uh, <laughs> hit songs including Here Comes the Sun, Something, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. He also founded a platinum selling group, The Traveling Wilburys, and also had a successful career solo. 
What year was George Harrison born? Today, what year? 1942. 42, he says. 1929. 29. I have 41. Don't look at me like that, Pamela. 41. 42 will take it. It's 43. Very good. Ed Sullivan, two points. Nothing, nothing. Figures he knew somebody from the Backstreet Boys. You haven't got got a... One point in a couple of weeks, at least. Um, born today, Mr. Jonathan, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, the wrestler. Woo! Widely considered one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. He won 16 world championships in his time, competing in the NWA, WCW, and WWF. He was born today. Ric Flair, happy birthday. What year? 1949. 1949, he says? 47. 47. I had 54. 54. Somebody has two points. Mr. Jonathan, two points. Woo that, bitches. There we go. We we have a tie right now. We have two points for Ed Sullivan, two points for Mr. Jonathan, two questions left. Ed Sullivan, we need to talk about these answers because we can't be tied. I know. Can't be tied or, or Barry, Barry wins. wins. <laughs> so there's the three. And, and it's over to Barry? Yes. Scott Thompson. Anything? Thompson Twins? From the 80s? Nope. Also known as Carrot Top. Oh, Carrot Top. Carrot Top. Comedian. Bizarre, redheaded, prop comedian <laughs> whose odd uh, inventions are scented for a stand-up act. He's They're scented, huh? Yep. <laughs> scented like what? Center of his stand-up oh, act. Oh, okay. Uh, he is headlining at the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas. He has been forever. Forever. Born today, Carrot Top, what year? 1961. 61. 1958. 58. 1965. 65. Somebody has two points. Mr. Jonathan. Oh. Wow. I don't think he can be beat. I could take the rest of the nope. night off. Ed Sullivan can get two points yeah, right Ed. now. Fucking tank this one, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a layup for you. Oh, huh. great. Buddy Holly and the Crickets record their smash hit. That'll be the day in I New Mexico today. The they record the song today. Buddy Holly and the Crickets <sighs> record That'll Be the Day today. What year did they record Doesn't it? Doesn't mean it came out that year. They could have recorded it long before. 1957. 57. 59. 59. 52. 52. Somebody has two points. Ed Sullivan, we have a tie. Ed Barry Sullivan, you're Barry. a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. You're my I believe favorite, you. Ed. All right. <laughs> How do you like that? Barry, you didn't do shit and you no. won. <laughs> That's how it's been working for Ed Sullivan. I mean, for Barry Stein for quite a while. I here, feel like folks. I won on a walk. There you go. All right, we have uh, 25 wild predictions. If you read through today. them all again, I'm going to stab you. I'm not. <laughs> I, I have one last one. The New England Cigar Expo sells out of two day tickets in three days. Huh. That's your prediction? It is. <laughs> Well, I had to throw something in there that would connect me to it, but I say it sells out in three days. We're going to put them on sale on Saturday, May 6th, Sunday, and on Monday we'll announce that the two-day tickets are gone, but we still have one-day tickets. Now, Scooter has a prediction. He predicts Dave buys the Dreamer Ranch after the New England Cigar uh, Expo and becomes the next Vince McMahon of micro-wrestling. 
That would be like if I sold out, I would want to do something like that. If I sold out, I would do something like that. But I'm not selling out. Don't worry about a thing. Barry got spooked this week for some some odd reason. What what the hell happened there? It was a show title in the future. Yeah. And Bingo McTavish predicts that Dave will eat a pizza on the toilet. So something's going in, something's coming out. I've done that before. Have you? Never. Finish I've the, never eaten on the, the toilet. <laughs> really? No, that's sick. I got to say, I do some fat guy shit, but I don't eat on the toilet. If something's going in and something's going out, it's, it's wrong. wrong. So flavor-wise, if we could talk about the cigars, <clears throat> if you had uh, tarragon, white chocolate drizzled on marble rye toast, with a little white pepper. Tarragon is one of those anisette-type spices. It's not the yellow stuff you used to put on my food? No, that's um, turmeric. Tarragon. Tarragon. It's a very, very uh, light, aromatic, anisette kind of flavor. We're talking about the Olmec by Nick Melillo and Foundation. Foundation Cigars, right? Olmec. And that's it. It's that's not it. connected to a brand. It's his own brand. Yes. It's an all-new brand. Correct. And it what launched. does Toscano have to do with this? Absolutely nothing except <laughs> his name ending in a vowel. Okay. But Olmec doesn't. One prediction I'm going to make that wasn't on your okay. list. I think Aganors is up for sale, Whoa. which is why ACC left to create their own uh, factory. Oh. There's talk that they're also producing their own tobacco now. So I don't think Hoyer sells to Swisher. I think Aganors does. Wow. Mm. And he knows because his sister's involved with the uh, um, bookkeeping. Yes. So she would know the bookkeeper's involved all the way through the yep. at the very beginning of this thing. Yep, get out on your own, start doing your own thing. Buys a factory. He's now growing his own tobacco, supposedly. We'll have to ask him when he's on the show if he's growing tobacco. But I think he has his backup plan for when Agonarsa sells. Wow. Hmm. See, and we're going to get into that when we get into the show that scared Barry away, which is uh, succession plans mm-hmm. that um, – you know, as we're getting older, we're the people in the 90s that, you know, um, got into the cigar business and 30 years have gone. The career is just about wrapping up and the next generation may or may not want to continue. And if if you, they may think they want to continue and then the big number comes out and they say, you know something, maybe not. I'll, I'll, I'll be the Vince McMahon of uh, midget wrestling, right? Mm. If that's some of their thoughts of that might be fun. That would be good. <laughs> I'm staying on. I'm staying here. Well, that's that's why. Listen, my thing's going to sell out. Uh, the the uh, two day tickets, I think, are going to sell quick. Barry thinks the whole thing's going to sell quick. I think the one day things because there's pushback on the one day tickets already. Um, that they want to be part of the f- the first day. And not well, why just not the buy- second. Oh, so, they only want the first. Well, day. they definitely want the first day because the first day is a repeat of two guys' anniversary party. They know what they're going to get, and they say, "I definitely want to go to that." You don't know what you're going to get on the second day, but you know me; it's going to be a fabulous second day. <laughs> uh, so you're going to be forced to buy the two day if you want the first day. So that is all going to sell out, and then it's going to be one day ones that people don't know. So we have an extra 500 tickets of day two to go. And 
people are going to grab up. So if you're thinking you're going to go for the boat days right. and you're going to hold off till Monday afternoon to call up, don't do it. And It's going to sell. I think a lot of people will fly for the two-day. People aren't going to fly for the one-day, so you've got a smaller area to draw from. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a driving distance if you're going for the one day. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how it plays out. But um, I feel good about the, the first, uh, the two-day tickets are going to go. The VIPs, the two-day tickets, we're going to be okay. The other one's going to be the, the one-day ticket. Uh, we'll see. Barry thinks the whole thing's going to go quickly. Based upon the early reaction, I think so. Yeah, and and based on early reaction, there's a lot of manufacturers out there that want part of it. Uh, we've been doing this for years and years, and they didn't want part of it. And now they do because it's called something different for whatever reason. If this works out, I think next year will be bigger, much, much bigger. Oh, sure. Uh, but we're, we're playing with it um, this year and see how it goes. Uh, good cigar, Olmec. Um, hard to get, though, right? Yeah, constantly backordered. As soon as we get them, they're gone. Um, All right. I know we ordered more at TPE, so hopefully, and in our previous back orders, hopefully we'll have some again soon. And, and if Nick's trying to sell, you go, your multiple is sold by the most you sell, so mm-hmm. produce more so that your number ends up getting higher. All these manufacturers are thinking of doing it. Uh, Alec Bradley has left the building, um, and we're going to see how these other predictions go. Uh, I feel good about some of them. I, I feel bad about all of them. I don't want any of them to happen. Uh, but this is the way as uh, Scandinavian makes these big, big plays, these other companies have to make a play too. That's how they play. They look at the other competition and they say, I have to do something too. And that's how it usually plays up. So that's it for this week. Next week, what did they used to do before cigars? Joining us will be Mickey Pegg from All Saint Cigars as we light up a St. Francis cigar and launch the St. Francis, St. Patrick firecracker cigar until then you've been listening to the cigar authority on the united podcast network you didn't learn a damn thing today it's all make-believe that makes you the cigar authority the views and opinions expressed by the hosts guests or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the studio 21 podcast cafe the united podcast network its partners or affiliates